Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Do you feel like you kind of ever wonder, should I go to counseling? Should I get inner healing? Do I need deliverance? Should I maybe get a life coach? Like, is there a line between ministry and counseling? Can counselors and people in ministry do the same thing? Are people who are life coaches, can they do the same thing that counselors can? Well, in this episode, you're going to hear about the difference between mental health counseling, life coaching, inner healing, and deliverance. You will hear specifics about which one to pursue and when. Um, Sometimes we want to make referrals to other people too, and we're not quite sure who to make a referral to or where or how. So whether this is a personal or a professional setting, it's good to really know some of the things to look out for where and where to refer. Um, you will also be encouraged with prayer and ministry um, to really seek the right help that you need. I hope that this will stir things for you if you have been thinking about counseling or thinking about inner healing or maybe even getting a life coach, that you will take that step. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your love that you have for each one of us. We thank you for the power of the cross and the resurrection. And I pray, God, for your presence to be with every single person who is listening right now, Lord. We just bind up all anxiety, all depression, all stress, any addiction issues, eating disorders, PTSD, even just like marital issues or issues, stresses that you're having with other people, Lord, we just kind of bind them up. We just put them away right now for this moment. And we just pray, God, for your peace to come in at every single person who's listening from the tip of their head all the way to your feet, that you just come in and you show them that you are the God of peace and you want good things for your children. And so I pray, Lord, for you to be here in this episode that I say nothing more, nothing nothing less than exactly what they need to hear. And if there's anything that I say that is not what you need to hear, that you're just going to let that go, that you will only hear exactly what your spirit needs. Psalms 34, 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So we thank you, God, that you are our Savior and that we need you. Man cannot do this, only you. Amen. Before I get into it, I do want to talk about a product that I want to recommend. Um, it's called Magic Mind. To me, it's just like the daily vitamins that I take every single day. I have struggled with focus and being distracted because I think about a million things at once. I have a very busy brain. Uh, my time with God really is important to me and it can get me into that place of peace. But I also found Magic Mind. It's a small little bottle of juice that you can take with you anywhere. And take in the morning, I take it with my vitamins. And that tastes great, so it really tastes good, um, but it also helped me with clarity, with productivity, 
And the reason that it works is that I've been more productive and I've been more focused to be able to really hear what God wants me to do. Um, I get more done in less time. The ingredients are all natural, which I think is really important. Um, and today I just want to specifically mention, and I'm going to botch the name of this, it's Ro Rodiola Rosea, and it's a nootropic and an adaptogen that reduces fatigue and anxiety. It increases your body's resistance to stress, improves mental and physical endurance, and enhances mental clarity, which is awesome. Um, before taking it, this, I was already taking daily vitamins, so it just was naturally right up my alley to be able to just take daily. Um, I recommend it because it's natural, it tastes good, and it really reduces stress and anxiety without having to add a bunch of other unnatural products. Um, if you are listening to this in January 2022, you can crush your New Year's resolution with being fully focused and you can get one month free when you subscribe for three months at www.magicmind.com backslash J-A-N Strong Tower. So Jan for January, J-A-N Strong Tower. Use the code STRONGTOWER20 and you can get up to 56% and 20% for a one-time purchase. Again, the website is www.magicmind.com backslash J-A-N strong tower. Use the code strong tower 20. Hurry up and check out the link and make sure to give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Well, I have had many conversations with people lately who are either seeking counseling for someone else or even for themselves, and also just kind of wanting to get recommendations on situations that they're dealing with. And a lot of this are like deep-rooted issues with people, and they're helping others either in a professional setting or just a personal setting with people that they love and they care about. And in these conversations, I'm finding myself wanting to identify what service would be best like, do they need counseling? Do they need inner healing? Like, is this is a long-term issue or maybe they need some life coaching? I'm not going to have the perfect answer. This episode is not going to crush everything that you have for this, but I'm going to do my best and I hope that it really sheds some light. And if anything, you can feel a little bit more confident with, you know, maybe where some of the lines are because it can get really gray with knowing the difference. So first, I want to just identify what each of them are. Um, a life coach is a person who really helps somebody, motivates others, achievement of personal objectives, such as like changing a career, improving relationships, goal setting, and really kind of determining priorities. They're really more focused on goals. So a lot of times coaches are working with people more of an, in a professional setting, but it's not always the case. Counseling therapy, mental health, you know, professional help is a professional counselor and they help people who are experiencing mental or emotional distress and they may be in a variety of therapeutic techniques that they use. So like, you know, like for example, EMTR, cognitive behavioral therapy, DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy, um, sensory motor therapy, somatic experiencing, play therapy. There's all sorts of different types of modalities and they help people to manage things like anxiety, depression, and other mental health conditions. Uh, to do this, you have to be licensed in the state that they are working in. Um, there are many ethics around being a mental health counselor. You have to adhere to a licensing board. Um, in the state of Minnesota, where I'm from, we have four different licensures. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, but there's also a licensed professional clinical counselor, licensed independent 
clinical social worker, and then also a licensed psychologist. And all of these can bill insurance. And if you do in bill insurance, you receive a mental health diagnosis. Um, you can also see a counselor, any of these, and you can pay cash and you don't get a mental health diagnosis when you pay cash. Or well, you might get one, but it's not going to be billed into insurance and be on your medical record. So you still might get it. And so that's that's the difference with mental health. Inner healing and deliverance really go hand to hand, or they should go hand in hand. Um, it really, this can be done on your own with the word of God, listening to God's voice. However, there are people who work in this type of setting and specialize in it. And it usually is a mini ministry settings that either receives donation or cash rates for it. Deliverance is being delivered from some sort of pain, from being delivered from a demon, and really focusing on being set free. Um, the whole the definition of deliverance is rescue from bondage or danger. In the Lord's Prayer, in Matthew 6.13, it says for the Lord to deliver us from evil. So God is our rescuer. People don't do it. So these people are here to help bring you to God to receive that freedom. The people are not the ones who actually do this. Um, there are some Christians that don't believe in deliverance or don't believe that Christians can have demons. I'm not going to go into that conversation here. I do have other podcasts where I've had um, people on as guests that were excellent. I'd recommend that you can go and get those as well. I'm not going to go more into that. I'm just going to really talk about the topics here just because I think it's important for us to know the difference. Um, and the other thing I also think is that there are some Christians that don't even know what deliverance is. So if it's something that is you're listening and you're like, I don't even know what that is, it's okay. I mean, I, I'm talking about this because I think it's important for us to kind of understand the difference. It's basically to get help. You know, that's basically what I'm talking about in this episode of the ways to get help, to get improvement, to hit a goal, um, to move forward, to better your life. Um, Romans 12.2 says to not conform to the powers of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So all of this is to really help you to become more of who God wants you to be. And where do we go for that? So that's really what I'm talking about. Um, inner healing is helping with the emotional and the spiritual pain of woundedness that's caused by trauma or abuse that's too difficult for us to cope with. In Charles Kraft's book called Dealing with Demons, he uses the analogy of rats and garbage for inner healing and deliverance. He talks about that the garbage is inner healing. So that's like the forgiveness um, working on breaking down the walls of trust um, and that the biggest problem is not the demon, which is the rats, he says that it's the garbage. And so oftentimes it can be easy for us to just do deliverance and want to cast out a demon. But the reality is that inner healing is what is most important and getting rid of that garbage. Because if we get rid of the garbage, then the rats don't want to come and stay there. Okay. Trauma or abuse can be an open door entry point for demons to get in. Like, so for example, if someone says that they're tormented by anxiety, fear, guilt, anger, any other emotion, there could be a strong possibility that they have a deep soul wound, that they're being tormented, potentially even by demons, because they can attach to the trauma. And so when we experience something that's difficult, and it keeps happening, it's that repetition of this you're no good. You're not, you're not worthy. You're, and, and it's a repetition. And so this is open door of these demons to just go, and then they attach onto those open doors of that difficulty. And it, it, they come like, we didn't ask for it. It's not something that we're wanting, 
but our mind then spins with these negative thoughts, which is why the inner healing, the counseling, whatever it is that you choose is so helpful to be able to break down the walls, be able to learn, transform, and renew your mind with those negative thoughts. Um, demons don't have anything to attach to if you are feeding on what the word of God says about you and you're operating in that place of peace the way that God intends. But sometimes we need help getting in and digging digging out some of these things. Um, often we can hear people who get deliverance and they have like this radical story of getting deliverance or a miracle happened and they're good and all of a sudden they're not using the um, the drug or alcohol that they were using. You're like, how do I want that? You know, I want to be quick and overnight. Um, everybody's story is different. And we have to remember that God is the one who does this. And there are many reasons why God does what we, he does. And it's honestly, it's really not for us to question him. I think it's okay for us to kind of go in our quiet time and be like, God, why haven't I been delivered yet? Or why haven't I experienced freedom and, and really spending time with God in that because he might have something more for you that he had for somebody else or something different for you. If maybe it's taking longer or there's a different path that he has for you, there's always some reason. And we can analyze it and say it's because he wants to teach us. or And that's not good theology. When God will do bad things so that he teaches you, that's not God. Okay, God uses things and he redeems things, but he isn't the one who wants us to experience pain. That is not how God wants his children to be feeling. He doesn't want that pain for us. The Holy Spirit that, that Jesus, God sent when Jesus died on the cross, the Holy Spirit is our comforter, and that's what brings us freedom. That's who our deliverer is. And again, we can use people to, have, to help us with this. And honestly, as I'm talking, all of these things are just very similar, like, that's really what mental health counseling is, is helping somebody to be comforted, which is what the Holy Spirit does. So it's that, you know, you're using the counseling to help bring that comfort. And hopefully the counselor is bringing you closer to Jesus so that you're not needing the counselor. You know, you're not leading that person into deliverance. You're needing Jesus. You want, you want them to lead you to the source, lead you to God, which is the same thing when you go to church. You know, you don't want a pastor who's leading you to them, which is... A form of witchcraft. You want them to be leading you to God, to the word, to, to his presence, and not to the pastor or not to the counselor. And this is where sometimes as a counselor, I can get concerned when you go on too long with one counselor because there can be an attachment to the counselor. However, there are times though when there's extreme trauma that that's actually a useful thing for a time so that that person can build trust and then we could, there's that, that healing that can happen. So how do we know like when we need to make a referral to counseling? Let's say inner healing maybe isn't the right fit or maybe deliverance isn't. So I'm going to just name a few things that I have noticed. Again, this is not an exhaustive list. And I think this is a big conversation that could go on and on. Um, but I'm just going to give a few things that I feel like I have noticed. So if somebody is continuing to go from deliverance to deliverance or conference to conference, seeking freedom, this could be a sign that counseling would be beneficial. Deliverance typically is not something that we should need to get over and over and over again. There are some counselors that say you're delivered, you're done. You know, you're, you're free from that. And 
what happens though is you could get deliverance and you feel some freedom, but there's actually more there. There's some more layers and there's deeper things that need to be worked on, which means you might need more deliverance, which makes sense. Um, but the problem is when people are jumping from to conference to conference or deliverance to deliverance is that they can actually be kind of seeking a high or seeking. And again, I'm not saying this is for everyone. Please use the discernment in this. But they can be seeking this, this excitement of the experience of when you get the prayer or the minister's anointing. And so when you're experiencing the deliverance and the anointing comes upon you and you feel this freedom and it feels so wonderful, and then you go home and then all of a sudden things just come right back again, this is where counseling is going to be really helpful because you want to work with a counselor who is helping you to keep the freedom. A lot of times people will say it's easy to get free, it's harder to stay free. And so counseling can be a great way to really keep that freedom. So how do you renew your mind? How do you operate in that place of daily discipline, getting in the word of God, you know, letting go of those lies? Oh, shoot, I'm feeling this certain way, but what are the lies attached to it? Um, maybe there's some deeper trauma that I need to actually process that the deliverance brought out that I didn't realize I didn't have a voice when I was a kid. So I need to speak this out and I need to get this out. I need to talk about it. I didn't have an opportunity to talk about it when I was a kid. I need to now speak. Um, a lot of times people in ministry will say, we just need to leave the past in the past, or we just need to talk about what God says, which is all peace and joy. But the problem with that is that when you have parts of yourself that have not had a voice and it's shuffled down and you've been squashed, then you keep then living this perfect Christian life. I'm great. I'm good. And I'm just going to be happy. But inside, you're like, I feel crushed. I don't have a voice. And then you can kind of attach faith or Christianity with this negative kind of squashing and and even faith can be something that's actually can be very toxic to you. And so you associate Christianity with, I don't have a voice, I can't speak up. This is the danger of people in ministry not allowing people to come and talk about their past. But the other side of that is people can just sit and talk and talk and talk about their past and we don't get any transformation or any freedom. And so that that's the other part of it that can be hard and where counselors do need to be tracking, you know, where is their anxiety? Where is their depression? Is it decreasing? Where are the symptoms at? And kind of tracking to be able to see there's improvement. Over time, we're seeing improvement in these symptoms, and God is really getting the glory in this. So there's a balance with that. The counseling is really helpful to build trust with people who have had lots of trauma and built up these walls. So then you might be able to then build yourself up to be ready for deliverance. Or as you're doing the counseling, the forgiveness, you're doing, you're doing some of the same things that you do in inner healing that you do in counseling, deliverance will just naturally happen. And you don't actually need to go do an actual like deliverance session because in the midst of the counseling, the walls are coming down. You're processing through the things you weren't able to talk about. Now it's coming out. You're feeling you're heard, you're, wor you're loved, you're, the, the worries are going away. And then daily life starts to improve. You go back to the counselor and they're able to see and track wow, there's so much shift in your life. I see so much improvement. So it's this longevity of somebody to be able to support you in this staying free 
Um, you might have a fight with a spouse and you'd be able to come back and talk about it. How do I do this with God in it? And so you kind of can live daily life or weekly life, however many sessions you have, um, to be able to process through this place of staying free in the counseling. All right. Um, and number two, the second thing that I would say that it's a really good way to identify that you would need counseling and inner healing or deliverance is maybe not the best option. Again, it's not always not always this, though, is when there's really unhealthy boundaries that are happening. A lot of times people in ministry have these like beautiful hearts and they're so kind and they just don't have office hours. And so they're always on the clock and they're always available. And this isn't always a good thing for somebody who's seeking help because then the inner heal, the person who's doing the inner healing, the person in ministry ends up being the helper instead of God being the helper. And they're relying on your prayers all the time and, and calls all the time and they're seeking out and it might get overwhelming for that person in ministry. And while we think, oh, this is so great, we're helping them, it's not always helpful for them to have you there on their beck and call. Sometimes it's helpful for them to learn to know there's office hours, we can schedule at this time, or here's when we can do this, because then they start to learn to then compartmentalize making healthier choices with this appointment that they have. And then they then don't start to rely on you or calling you all the time for that help. Okay, so maybe they did a couple sessions of inner healing, they got some relief, but it's taking, there's a lot more extra time that it's taking and that they're needing. And so this might be a time where mental health counseling, professional counseling could be a better option because then they can have that professional weekly or bi-weekly or whatever it is that they need. They can use insurance to be able to seek that help and kind of get that accountability with that therapist instead of the unhealthy boundaries with ministry. Or I would tell the person in ministry, have some healthy boundaries, have some office hours if that has become an issue. Um, but again, the unhealthy boundaries is a sign that there could be some more clinical issues, some clinical symptoms that actually need some more assessments to better understand what could be occurring. So sometimes the unhealthy boundaries is actually a sign that there could be something else going on, which is what the clinical counseling can actually dive into, or even getting a recommendations for. Again, I'm not always a fan of psych assessments, but sometimes when we're dealing with something, we're like, oh gosh, I have, I don't know. I haven't seen this before. It is helpful to get an assessment to be to find out. Okay, is maybe there's some intense PTSD going on, or maybe there's some panic attacks. Maybe there's an eating disorder I'm not recognizing, or just certain clinical things that are are helpful to be able to identify so that we can treat, so that God can work on healing. Um, and then the other thing, I just a couple other things. There's there's three three more things I want to share quickly. Is that oftentimes. Inner healing looks similar to counseling, and counseling can look similar to inner healing um, because they're doing a lot of the same things. So like the, um, the working through, breaking down the walls, um, building up trust, forgiving somebody, you know, the things that you're renewing the mind, practicing healthy thoughts instead of unhealthy thoughts. The coaching, I would say, really doesn't do a lot of the inner healing and deliverance. Sometimes they do. Sometimes a coach would say, do you need to forgive your mom? Or, you know, that they're able to recognize those things, but that's not as much with co with coaching. Coaching is a little bit more separate, a little bit more professional. Um, and then the fourth one is that 
All of these things that I'm talking about to know the difference, it really depends on the person who's doing the work, their qualification, their training, their experience, because I know people who do inner healing and deliverance that are extremely qualified and understand intense trauma, PTSD, dissociation. They understand working with satanic ritual abuse more than counselors do. And so even though those are really clinical issues, that person in inner healing and deliverance is actually more qualified to do that than a mental health counselor. Even though mental health counseling would be, it is very beneficial for them and those people need it. Sometimes the the inner the person in inner healing has more training. And so I think that is a really big piece of this is what what are you trained and what do you know? Um, like for example, like an eating disorder, there's some counselors that they're just not trained in it. So that counselor wouldn't be a good fit. So we, we deal with that even in counseling. We're not an expert on everything. And counselors even refer out to other counselors. Um, and then the last thing that I would say is there is no line. It, it, it actually is a very gray line. Just like I said, there's some people who are more qualified in different things. Um, the one line that I would say that's stronger is the line between coaching and mental health. Um, I think sometimes when people in coaching start helping people with anxiety or helping people with depression or helping people with PTSD, it can, I'm not going to say it's going to get overwhelming, but it's usually not their scope. I'm not saying that they can't do it, but that is usually meant for somebody in counseling. I know lots of people who do life coaching that do a great job of helping people to manage that, but it's usually not to the level where it's clinically significant. That is kind of the different when, when the the symptoms are a lot more intense, a lot more difficult to where a mental health counselor would be a better fit than somebody who does life coaching. So I hope that this is helpful. Again, like I said, this isn't an exhaustive list, um, but hopefully it helps you to shed some light on where do I need to go myself? Where do I need to refer? Um, the biggest thing, just kind of summarizing, is uh, when there's unhealthy boundaries or if there's a repeated thing. Um, and then one more thing I would just share I didn't talk a lot about is I talked about the deliverance to deliverance is when there's patterns that continue to repeat. So if there is a fight with a spouse that happens like two times, three times, and it is like kind of the same thing, that is a significant issue. That's a pattern that we need to figure out how to stop. And if it's not stopping an inner healing or deliverance, we need to look at getting a marriage counselor. We need to look at getting some mental health counseling. There, We never should have something that's repeating itself over and over and over again, ever with any of these things that I'm talking about, all of them, coaching, mental health counseling, inner healing, deliverance. And, and I'm saying this because I see this with this the unhealthy boundaries is that someone will say, oh, this has been going on for years and years and years. And my question is, how is that going on for years and years and years? And so we want to be paying attention to those patterns and things that are repeating. I do this myself. If there's something that I that I do that's unhealthy and I'm I'm like, I've, I've, this is a pattern. I've been doing this. And I'm like, God, I need your help. I don't want to keep doing this. And he really is really is wonderful counselor. God is such a wonderful counselor to be able to highlight for me the things. I mean, he's that refining fire that comes in and shows us, heal me, God, take away the things that are not of you that are in me. I want to look more like you. And so he's the counselor. He is helping us, but it's so good to have these other people to identify and to help us. Again, I want to be clear. I don't think that mental health counselors are like the best end all, most expert in all these things. It really is the person. 
God anoints people, chooses people for a certain time, a certain place, um, and it can be different with, with each one. I know coaches who do an amazing job at so many things, and it all just depends on the person. So I want to pray. I really pray for you mostly to be able to increase your discernment. God is really, really working on discernment in 2024 and helping us to really just be more clear with what's God, what's not, um, and to be able to just get, be refined, to get the help that we need to get. Um, so Holy Spirit, we just thank you for this time today. We thank you for this episode. Thank you for us being able to get some clarity on where we can get the help that we need to get. And so for those who are listening that are feeling overwhelmed and they're thinking, well, I need all of this or I need all of these, I pray, God, that you just, that your peace just rests upon them and that you give them clarity, that we don't need to rush. Healing is not something that happens overnight or in a month. It takes time. It can take a lifetime and that we've never arrived and this is what draws us closer to you, God. So we thank you, Lord, that the pain that we've experienced can draw us closer to you. Then in Psalms 147.3, you say that you, God, you heal the brokenhearted and you bind up our wounds. And so right now, I just pray that over you, that God is healing your broken hearts and he's binding up your wounds that God can give you the clarity and the direction of who and when and where to go and to get help. Or if you have loved ones that you are worried about and knowing, where do I get the help that they need? I pray for God to bring that to you, to bring the people. That it won't be hard, but it'll be easy. We thank you, God, that you are our deliverer. You are our mighty counselor, not people. So we repent, God, if we have put other people as God, or if we've idolized helpers in our life, knowing or unknowingly, Lord, we thank you for forgiving us. We thank you for the power of your blood washing over us and aligning us with your cross. And that as you died and you rose again, so did we. And we can go boldly to the throne of grace with you, seated in the throne room with the mercy seat. We thank you for your mercy and we thank you for your grace. And we thank you, Jesus, that in John 8, 12, that you said that you are the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so I just declare that over you, that you will have the light of life. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.